Okay. Hey, Carissa, how are you? Good morning. I'm so grateful you're here today. Um, everybody, this is Carissa Binkley. She is our lactation consultant from Perry Peds and Apex and Fuquay. And I'm super ecstatic to have her here today to talk a little bit about some of the things that many of our parents who are either breastfeeding or are postpartum or who have friends or family that are postpartum are dealing with during this time. And Carissa is uniquely um, um, positioned to help us move through that, not only because I've seen her working in our own space, but also she has another um, company called Second Nature Lactation, where she does a lot of support for families all over the triangle. And she also has a history of um, just really supporting women in outreach through being a Lamaze certified uh, childbirth educator and also just really throughout her entire career has worked towards helping to make connecting with your child at this important time of your life special. So I consider her a friend and I know that some of the um, conversation we're going to have today is going to resonate with a lot of you. And it um, and if it turns out there's a lot of questions that come about from this short podcast that we need to come back on and, and address, we'll do that through another one, if you don't mind, Carissa, or we'll do it um, in, our, in our website. Okay? Absolutely. So one of the things I want to start with that I think will be helpful is if you could just communicate with our patients a little bit how you feel philosophically about this time, um, specifically related to breastfeeding, but just in general, I think it would help frame our discussion a little bit. Well, you know, as you know, uh, the postpartum period is, is a time where parents are feeling very vulnerable, um, both physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And it's a time when we gather around parents and either we, um, use the wisdom of our, uh, the collective wisdom of a family or even just bringing food to someone. Um, but it's a time where um, it's important to have that support. And that's kind of been robbed of people right now, right? And the learning curve uh, for a first parent or even a second or third, because every baby's different, it's steep and it's even steeper right now. And so um, my job has always been to to work with parents where they are, right? I don't have an agenda when I meet with someone. Uh, my job is to find out where they are and where they wanna be and kind of help them. And I've said this before, but um, on more than one occasion, I've been called a Sherpa, right? And so it's kind of a choose your own adventure. I think both of us are old enough to remember those choose your own adventure books. Yeah. Where you go from one chapter to the next. Mm -hmm. And um, my job is to provide people with um, the information, uh, both, you know, educational information, evidence-based information, but also teasing out um, what they want to do um, and then creating a game plan for them to be able to choose their own adventure, knowing that they can be flexible and they can, can um, change their mind and try different things. And so I'm here for reassurance. I'm here to help with breastfeeding or chest feeding, whatever you want to call that. Um, but I'm also here as kind of, um, as someone to help reassure someone and to help them uh, kind of, I guess, pull out their own inner wisdom, right? They've grown a baby inside of them uh, for nine, 10 months. And so they do have that wisdom, it's been within them. Um, so helping tease that out. 
I love that. And one of the things that you sort of alluded to, and even when we talked the other day, and I want to touch on because it was what you um, were alluding to a bit before, is that, you know, I think a lot of people under normal circumstances sometimes develop sort of a level of postpartum grief. And I'm not speaking specifically to anxiety and depression, which we can touch on in a minute, but just the expectation that things were going to be a certain way. And Mm -hmm. now not only did they have an expectation about the way it was going to go, but it's also just so exponentially different. And um, I want to know if you're hearing from some of your patients about um, some loss in that way. And, and then if, uh, and if you could comment on that, and then also what other questions or major issues you're hearing most of all from some of your um, families in our office, and maybe even independently that, that parents might be able to connect with. Sure. So my background originally was as a birth doula, and I attended a lot of different births, and then I became a Lamaze instructor, and now I'm a lactation consultant. And it really gives me a kind of a holistic approach, right? Um, Because from conception through even now with a nine-year-old, there's it's just a continuum in parenting, right? And so um, we have all of these really high expectations of ourselves. Um, A lot of people, especially in the triangle, are cerebral and have planned things out. And this is how it's going to be. Some of us have had babies when we're a little bit older. And so we're a little more set in our ways. And um, birth sometimes is the first kind of education in realizing that you don't have control over everything. Yeah. And that can be difficult. And so my job um, is to kind of hold space for parents, right? And to uh, listen to them and to also let them know that it's okay if they're not happy with how things went. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that may be they had a cesarean birth, and I call it a birth because it is. Um, but to hold space and to walk through that uh, with them. Um, and certainly right now we're going through that, you know, the first week or two of this, I was calling people and they were saying, this is great. I just get to stay home and, you know, there's no pressure. Um, it's really wonderful. And now as I'm calling people, um, I'm getting more tears because the reality is set in and, uh, they're indoors and they're not going anywhere. And, there's a lot of unknowns right now. You know, the partners are stressed out. Uh, if you have a partner, uh, they're stressed out. Am I going to keep my job? Where's the next paycheck coming? Perhaps how are, how's my family? And so, um, when I talk with people, it's, it is about lactation, but it's also about holding space to let them share kind of what they're going through and to say, it's okay to not be completely okay right now. You know, a lot of people are thinking this is kind of business as usual, Um, we just happened to be working at home. Yeah. And my husband and I were talking about that. Sorry, there's a truck driving by. Um, but my husband and I were talking about that last night about kind of how he's starting to feel some stress. And I said, you know, this isn't business as usual. And you're simply working from home. You're working from home during a pandemic, something that none of us have ever experienced before. And so, you know, telling people it's okay to not be a hundred percent. And to be navigating a new normal, none of us know what the hell's going on. Well, and also a lot of the postpartum moms are already empty, you know? I mean, yes. they're full maybe emotionally and with love, but from an overall what birth does to your body, it's a it's a vacuum of just 
I mean, it's physically taxing and then it's also just an emotional taxing space and, um, and it's exhausting. They're, they're tired, you know? And one other thing that I also think that is challenging for parents is, is that um, they're getting tons of advice from tons of different people on what the yeah. right thing is to do. Right. So I always say, I always like it when my parents come in the office when they're struggling with breastfeeding because I get to teach them, oh, your whole life with your child, someone's going to give you advice on what you should do, right? And they don't, later, you know how to pay attention better to your child, but right now they're still getting to know each other, right? Mm. And some of those cues um, aren't so clear. And I think the insecurity is there a bit as well. Are you seeing that too? I am. And I think that what's important to remember, and I hope this makes sense, is that this is a memorable moment. This is a time where you have become a parent or you've become a parent of more than one child, but this does not have to necessarily be a defining moment. Um, yes. You know, the things ebb and flow constantly through parenting. So if this is not going the way you wanted it to go, it doesn't mean that you're set up this way as a parent forever, right? Yeah. Um, one thing I really love, so I started watching Brene Brown because of you, right, listening to her. She's unbelievable. I think she truly just kind of gets in my head and speaks to me. Um, but there's something called the 50-50 myth. I don't know if you heard her talk about that, but it's where, um, you know, and I'm, I'm talking about couples knowing that some people don't have a partner or they may have more than one. Um, but a lot of us expect, you know, a 50-50 rule. Like I just had a baby and now my partner is going to help me and we're going to share this, this, uh, you know, new adventure together. But not all of us are at 50% or 100% all the time. And a mom who just gave birth is not at 100%, you know, and then you add sleep deprivation, and she's not at, at 50% or 100%, and neither is the partner. Right. And so what I really loved listening to this, and I actually replayed it for my husband, was, um, have these little check-ins every once in a while. And you can say to some, you can say to your partner, whoever's with you, if you have someone, Hey, I'm feeling 20%. Can you take this on for me? Yeah. And having that open communication, I think is so important right now because I mean, ultimately whoever you're at home with right now is who's supporting you. I mean, yeah. luckily they get to come and see you and see the other, the other docs, but in general, the buck stops with them right now. Yeah. So and how do you think some of that stress affects the dynamic and the dyad that you notice with nursing? Are parents explaining uh, uh, any challenges with that? And can you comment a little bit on that? Sure. So as you had touched upon, I think people are going to, to different resources to, to get help, which is fantastic. Um, but some of the resources aren't super helpful. And so I encourage them and we can post it later. Um, some really good evidence-based places you can go. Um, remember that anyone who's giving you advice is typically tinged with their own experiences. Mm -hmm. And so everyone is going to give their own advice that worked for them or may not have worked. And so take what people say and kind of file it. And if it works for you, it does. And if it doesn't, you know, keep it here or put it in the trash. Um, but I think people are inundated with advice because they have a lot of, not a lot of time, but they have more time on their hands. So they're searching the internet, they're going onto Facebook groups. Um, and remember, you know, if you're stressed out and you're in a mom, new mom's group, you're getting advice from other stressed out parents. And so the energy may not be what you need. 
Yeah. Um, what I am seeing though is um, something called striking. Um, and that happens uh, when a child, a baby who is not ready to wean, right? Because it's very rare that a child under one actually naturally weans, um, but when they suddenly stop nursing. And we see it a lot around the holidays mm. when life has changed, when maybe you're traveling or um, you have people over and your schedule is off, your environment is off, and babies can't control a whole lot, but they kind of shut down. And so I was, I was expecting to see this, and unfortunately, I was right. Um, and so I have been seeing, seeing that in this period because uh, not only has life changed, but the energy of the parents is, is you know, very different. And babies do feed off energy. So and do so, children, <laughs> all of yeah. them. Yeah. So do your yeah. Right. Yes, all of it. So, um, so what I've been telling parents is, you know, almost always, if a baby is not at the age where they will naturally wean, they will eventually come back to the breast. But let's not make this a, um, a power play. Uh, let's just kind of, again, release um, expectations and be available to your baby. Um, and that kind of seems to be my, my theme with almost every person I'm meeting is surrendering. Surrendering is a very scary word, but surrendering and um, just kind of allowing things to unfold the way they can. And then a lot of self-care. And I was just working with someone the other day who um, their baby was striking for over three weeks. We talked, I said, you know, take it easy, kind of romance your baby back to the breast, have yourself available for them. And eventually the baby came back to the breast and I was thrilled. Yeah. I love, love, love that so much. And the, you know, the, the, another piece of advice that I think would really help our parents as we kind of um, finish up is, you know, if we're not breastfeeding, but we know somebody who is or who's postpartum um, or, uh, and even if we haven't done it ourselves, how can we most support our new moms in our community aside from this, which is fabulous, right. but um, do you have any guidance, especially because we're distanced and, and I'm so grateful no one can get around babies right now, just because I always worry in that six week period about uh, newborns getting ill. But um, we've been talking a lot on this podcast and other um, in other episodes about social isolation and social distancing and the, I'm sorry, social distancing and isolation, which are different. And so right. think of any ways that we could be um, supportive of families who are really wrestling with some of the things that you're Sure. Um, it might sound a little harsh, <laughs> but think before you speak mm. to a new parent. Uh, they are very vulnerable, and what you say, even if it's off the cuff, it could really carry a lot of weight. Give me so an example. Think about, sorry? Give me an example. Um, if you had a hard breastfeeding uh, time of it, and you say to a brand new parent, give them a little formula. It's no big deal, right? Okay. Um, what you're trying to probably say is one, you know, the baby needs to be fed, but also, hey, I did this, and um, that means it's okay for you. Mm. I do not place any judgment on how someone um, feeds their baby. I'm here to help people where they are. Um, so I ask that people who are speaking with new parents don't make sure that what you're saying to them isn't clouded by 
what you've done, right? And trying to justify that. Um, another thing is tapping into their wisdom. These parents, you know, my mantra has always been far stupider people have raised children. Mm -hmm. And the general population of the people that I work with are incredibly intelligent. Um, let's tap into that. You, yeah. you can, you can, you have this inner knowledge that, that you know what's right and wrong. Use your gut, right? Yeah. And so other people reinforcing that is super helpful. Um, giving people reliable sources is also really important. Um, and holding space for them, I think, is the most important thing. And don't try to necessarily make it better. We yeah. don't have to be Pollyanna listeners. You know, if someone says, and this is even, you know, beyond, um, you know, this moment we're in right now, but if someone says, you know, I had a cesarean birth and I'm not happy with that. Yeah. You know, that sucks for you. I understand. Or if they had a cesarean birth and they were happy with it. Great. Yeah. Um, but just yeah. holding space for them and kind of matching, matching their needs. Does that make sense? It does. It does. It's so, so good. And, you know, I also often will say personally in my office to parents, even though you feel like you don't know what you're doing, believe it or not, you already know your baby better than me or anybody else. And so just don't forget that like, we're all just meeting he or she, you know, your child in general. And, and so um, that connection is, is already stronger than you think. You've known them nine months already, right? Mm -hmm. And then also, I think sometimes just saying to a parent, how can I best support you is a great way to get a window. If I have a parent who is really wrestling with breastfeeding, I always ask that first um, because sometimes they do not want to stop. Sometimes they're looking for permission to take a break and getting a good feel for where, and sometimes they don't know. <laughs> right. I know what I need. And so um, I love that. I just think people forget um, that, that point about um, not accidentally using language to be judgmental is just so, so critical to just pause really quickly before you speak, which right. you know, all of us could probably do a better job of on a regular basis. Absolutely. <laughs> Including me. <laughs> Including me. Um, listen, I really appreciate your time today. I'm sure you have a full schedule of things to be doing on this day. And I appreciate on behalf of all of our patients for you giving us your wisdom. Um, and if we get some more guidance, would you be willing to come back in and 100% absolutely. What is your, uh, thing that you missed the most that you took for granted from the pandemic? Ooh, pandemic. What did you take for granted? Most of all, you know, can I be honest? I, I'm kind of an introvert. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you're in heaven. I kind oh. of am. Um, I love that, and I, maybe I'm just a weirdo, I love that I sit together with my family and make, you know, lunch every day. Um, I, I'm, we're doing okay. Um, I do miss going out. I'm a foodie. Yeah. So we do miss, you know, once or twice a week going out to good restaurants. And a lot of them right now, luckily, are doing takeout, but they don't do it during the week. Uh, they're doing it Thursday through Sunday. Um, but yeah, I, I do miss coming to work, though. I really do. And I miss seeing those mamas and those dads. Wow. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Thank you so much for your time today. And um, I know I'll talk to you in the next couple of days for sure. So yeah, take care. Thanks. Bye.